Hello, everybody, and welcome to Talking Hearts podcast. This is Holly Maxwell Boydell with you. I'm very pleased that you can join me this afternoon, Friday, the 19th of June, 2020. Please let me know if you can hear me. Um, it's been a little delayed at this end, waiting for the live. Um, oh, great. Amber can hear us. Fantastic. That's excellent. Good to have you here. And good to have you with me too, Hunter. That is fantastic. Sounds like we've got comms. Sounds as though the microphone's working. I hope this time the sound is better. We have a brand new microphone to work with. Um, but unfortunately, the internet's been hiccuping. So it's taken two minutes longer than usual to get on board. But here we are. Um, do let me know what the sound quality is like, please. If you could just pop some comments into the chat, that'll help. And in one minute, we're going to set off on our chat. Today, we're speaking about optimism. I'd love to know where you are. And uh, thank you so much. Amber says it's sounding glorious, which is amazing. I'm actually managing to video. Whoops, no, I'm not. I thought I was videoing this. I am actually managing to make a video recording of this as we speak. So hopefully we have all systems under control and happening and the internet will hold fast for us. So this afternoon I wanted to chat with you about optimism and I would love some input and feedback from anyone who's been reading my blog. I'd love to know whether you're finding any value in the different um, types of content there. And if so, you know, do, do subscribe if you haven't already done that. And just to let you know as well that I am compiling a newsletter which is going to be going out to everybody in July, the beginning of July, I'm going to have my very first full newsletter starting and that's going to be a monthly newsletter. And if you would like to subscribe to it, I'd like you please to go along as soon as possible to the hollytreetales.com. Look for the contact page and under there you'll find newsletter. On the newsletter page, you can fill in the form to give me your email address. And I think that's all we need besides your name. And then we'll be away and you'll be on the list. Um, and receiving newsletters. Plenty to tell you about. And before we can do so, we need to have it all um, set up, all the systems in order. So just as with recording and filming and all the different things that are going on at the moment, um, the Holly Tree Tales is a busy place. And we're just coordinating all the different phases and platforms. And I'm going to pull that together in a newsletter in July. So good to have you with us. Good to have you here. Do let me know where you are. I know that some of us are in the UK and I'm broadcasting to you from the countryside between Edinburgh and England, Edinburgh and London somewhere. It's a lovely warm day today. We are in summer. Tomorrow is, I think, the longest day of summer or perhaps it's on Sunday. And you wouldn't really know that because the temperatures are not that warm, but we have had warmer weather than usual, so that, that's great. Last week, we had someone with us from Brazil, and um, I know that we have listeners on 
many different continents and in different parts of the world, which is great. And I know that there are many readers of my blog from around the world. So it's always fun to hear where you are and to get some feedback from you in, in any way about any of the different aspects of um, the messages that are put out from the Holly Tree Tales. On the podcast today, we're going to be speaking about optimism. Now, as you know, on Talking Hearts, authenticity is the name of the game and everything I talk about, I speak about from my heart and with the people I will be speaking to in the coming weeks, um, we will always have authenticity as uppermost um, in all of our conversations. So I'm either going to be speaking to you about my own life or I'm going to be sharing stories with you and interviews about other people in their lives and their professions and wisdom that they've picked up along the way. And we will, in the process of all of that, hopefully be sharing inspiration and empowering and lifting one another up. Yesterday, I published a blog post called Maintaining Optimism. And I think today I'd like to start by reading that. If you'd like to follow along, you can go to my website, thehollytreetales.com, and you will find that the latest post under the blog is Maintaining Optimism. I shall read most of that to you, not the bits at the end, uh, which refer to various other places where I've been speaking this week. So here we go. Maintaining Optimism. This week, I'm speaking in a few different places about the need to maintain optimism in any situation. I have found that optimism is the one factor that has enabled me to overcome most of the hardships in my life, and that being an optimist has made it possible for me to get back up again each time I have felt myself falling down. While I understand that there are those who believe that it is the pessimists who survive in certain extremely trying circumstances, this is not a view I have any interest in adopting myself. And were I to have been a pessimist, I think I would have remained broken at various stages of collapse in my adult life. Certainly, my childhood would have been a very poor place to live if I had not maintained a cheery and possibility-thinking mindset throughout. My childhood was fraught with change, challenge, heartache, confusion, and dramatic upheaval from a very early age, right through until I finished senior school. Throughout, I maintained an air of optimism. That has proven to be a saving grace. If I were to dwell incessantly on negativity in myself, in situations, in ways other people behave, in the circumstances we find ourselves in on this planet, in the dangers that others' actions put our lives into, and so on, then I think I would become the most morose, depressed, sickly, and poverty-minded human being. This is not who I am. This has never been who I am, except for the times when certain situations and life events have overwhelmed me. So I am in a very strong position, 
having overcome all sorts of things in all sorts of ways and places and atmospheres, to advise others that we ought never, never to fail, note the word fail, into the trap of being negative, limited thinking pessimists. Instead, let's adopt the stance of the eternal optimist, as that is what wins. I strongly encourage everyone I encounter to face facts, to accept the truth of brutal situations, to do what we each can in our own power or control to improve things as appropriate, but always to take and maintain an optimistic approach. Optimism acts as a beacon of light that draws us forwards into success and multifaceted winning gains. Optimism gives us hope and keeps us moving forward. Optimism rewards us with the reason to get up and keep trying. Optimism keeps groups together where otherwise their adherence to common goals would fail. Optimism grows businesses during times when others complain. Optimism feels the fear and yet finds a way to take the action required anyway. Optimists do it afraid. Yesterday, I spoke briefly to the audience I have on Facebook on this subject. And there I read a poem, a brief poem, which I wrote in 1983. The poem is called My World and was published on my blog in July 2017. And I have a link to that poem, which I'm about to read to you now. And that is where I'll stop in reading the actual blog post. And I'm going to flip across to the poem, My World, which, as I say, was written in 1983. Now, I wrote this poem in South Africa, and I would have been about 20 at the time. I left school in 1980. I wrote this poem in a difficult time for the country where I'd been born and grown up. And I'm sure I was acutely aware of the environment around me, but I made the decision to be happy anyway. So listen to what this says. It's a very short poem. My world. My world. This is my world. It is all mine when I feel it is. I have the power in me to create, to make it beautiful. I can love and give of my heart. I can make myself and others happy. I can share, I can explore, and invent the cures to prevent all misery. This power that we all possess could make our worlds a happier place if only everyone would come to realize the strength that lives within them to create a glorious paradise. And that's it. I hope you enjoyed that. Now, 
I don't know what it is that you might be facing right now, but I want to encourage you to dig deep and find things to be positive about. Find things to feed yourself, to nurture yourself, and find things to be grateful for. Because in this time of challenge with the pandemic that we're all having to deal with in different ways, lockdown, loss, and all sorts of different sadnesses that people are experiencing or limited circumstances or loss of income or loss of opportunity. There is always a way to find the the next thing to draw us forward. And I want to encourage all of my listeners, all of my readers, all of my loved ones, all of my friends to dig deep into ourselves and to spread a message of light and hope amongst those that we influence. Because when we do that, we actually improve our own lives. And as we help others on their paths, we lift ourselves up. It's okay to feel down every now and then, but it's not okay to stay down. Optimists don't stay down. Optimists do get down. Optimists do get sad, depressed, sick, tired. That's okay. But we don't stay there. We don't get stuck in the mud. We're not stick in the mud sort of people. So I want to encourage you all, find something you can do today that will make you feel good. And with the energy that you create in yourself, go and pay it forward. Go and do something for somebody. Go and share something with somebody that will help to lift them up. Because I promise you, in doing that, you're going to feed yourself. You're going to feed your own spirit. You're going to feed your own life. You're going to create a vibe around you that attracts goodness back. And if you're not feeling well right now, perhaps you're dealing with some of the symptoms of this blasted virus. I just want to encourage you to imagine goodness, to imagine health, to imagine healing and strength and light, to imagine yourself filled with love, to imagine all of your cells filling with healing light. I'm going to believe that for you. I'm going to believe wellness for you. That's what optimists do. No matter what we're facing, we find the light and we focus on the light. Now, I will answer a couple of questions. We'll have time for just a few questions in a minute. So I will come back to the chat. So I just want to say that. Just focus on light and hold it. And use that as a rope to get you to the next moment, to the next hour, to the next thing that will keep you going and make you stronger. Okay? Now I'm just going to take a couple of questions. We've only got a few more minutes left online. And I've been asked if, by all means, yes, please do pop your questions into the chat. And while we're together, I'll definitely answer them. If any questions come in after the live chat, 
This will be loaded onto my site as a replay, and by all means, you're welcome to come back and put any comments underneath. You're also welcome to contact me via my website, thehollytreetales.com. Now, I'm just going to respond in the chat. I'm not terribly sure how to respond to people individually, but hopefully that's there. If you would like to follow me along on Facebook, you can go to the Holly Tree Tales at Facebook. And I'm just looking at the chat. I've been asked, how do you manage to get yourself out of that down phase? That is such a good question. I think sometimes we have to sit with it. We have to feel it. One of the people who's guided me in finding a place of peace in myself is a very wise man called Thich Nhat Hanh who teaches mindfulness. And he teaches, or in his younger days he taught, that we must acknowledge what we're feeling. We must give it airtime. We must give it space and light. We must acknowledge it. Don't stuff it down and pretend it's not there because it'll pop up in another way. So what I might do is I might get out my journal, write down what I'm feeling, really feel it, express it. Using pen and paper is actually even better than typing or putting it in a note on your phone. So I get out my journal. I might do something to nurture myself, like make a, a hot drink. I love to drink Earl Grey tea, but sometimes, you know, something a little bit more nourishing like hot milk and honey or um, you might like a coffee. I, I just, I don't know. I've also been taught by my neuro coach, Mark Waldman, that there's nothing wrong with getting a cushion or a teddy bear or a hot water bottle and cuddling it. You can use natural fragrances like lavender essential oil, dab your wrists, put some lavender around your room to calm yourself. Just perhaps you can make a list of the things that nurture you. And when you're in that down phase, nurture, cherish, love, and just nourish yourself. Eat beautiful foods. Eat the foods that will make you um, feel good, but will actually do you good. That's how you can love yourself, as if you were loving a little child who was hurting. It doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't matter if you're the CEO of a large corporation. If you're feeling down, love yourself, nurture yourself, cuddle yourself, hug yourself. If there's somebody there who you can ask for a hug from, do that. When you've allowed this to move, it can move on when it's ready, like a mist in the valley. And then the sun can come out again. And when the sun comes out for you, in those times, you can better plan for when you go into a downtime. 
So I would suggest you make yourself notes in your good times, what you can do to help yourself when you're in your low times. Those are some ideas. I might actually write a blog post about this because it's such a good question and there's so much more I could share with you. So I would say, please do follow my blog, thehollytreetales.com. You can read the blog under the landing page that says blog there and, you know, subscribe and I will address your, um, your questions. Bless you, Pip. I'm, I'm not sure if that is your name, but I just want to send you strength and understanding. And I will actually address what you suggested today. I'll make that the subject of my next piece of writing. There are ways we can be helped. All I know is that when we're in those downtimes, we just have to give ourselves permission to feel bad and know that just like the tides, we're going to feel better later. Sit with it, get out your journal, and the, oh, sorry, before I go, the other thing is, write down how you're feeling, write down the things that are lousy as well, but do write down at least two or three things to balance up everything that's lousy. Write down two or three good things, because you want your brain to focus on the things that are blessings or that are good in your life. And that will be another lifeline for you. So I want to leave you with that because it's a very important lifeline. Calm breathing's good. Yawning helps. Stretching and relaxing help. And there you are. I've given you lots of tips. Listen again once the replay's up. And I, I just um, trust that this will really, really help you. Do follow my podcast if you haven't already and keep in touch. And I'd love to hear that you're out of the valley, even though we all go through valleys, and that you're getting stronger every day. Right, so everybody, I'm sorry, but my time's up now. I will be back again next Friday at the same time live. There may well be some additional podcasts being popped onto Talking Hearts, but they won't be live. I'll be with you live again next Friday at 4 p.m. in the UK. Bless you all. Thank you all for being with me today. I love having your company. Do remember to follow the podcast so that you'll know when I'm back on air. And do please share the links and let your friends know. It's lovely to have you here. We're building as we go. I will soon hopefully have a jingle and have all the graphics. But right now we're just going with the flow and um, getting things happening on um, a fairly ad hoc basis, but but heading in the right direction, hopefully. Well, lots of love. Take care of yourselves. And I look forward to being with you again soon. See you next week. Take care. Bye.